انتو اليوم بهتري ريلاكس نشاستم حاوي Episode 29, Rachto Pachtichish, My Belongings. Ma az mudeim darin shahr bachtichish. Birun kishid bayad az in varte rachtichish. Az bas ke dast mi gezam o ah mi kisham atash dadam chugul betan lacht lachtichish. Dusham ze bolboli. چه خوش آمد که می سرود گل گوش پهن کرده ز شاخ درخت خیش که دل تو شاد باش که آن یار توند خوب بسیار توند روی نشیند ز بخت خیش خواهی که سخت و سست جهان بر تو بگذرد بگذر ز عهد سست و سخنهای سخت خیش وقت است که از فراغ تو و از سوز اندرون آتش درف کنم به همه رخت و پخت خیش ای حافظ از مراد میسر شدی مدام ای حافظ از مراد میسر شدی مدام جمشید نیست دور نموندی ز تخت خیش جمشید نیست دور نموندی ز تخت خیش Okay, let's start with the first bait. First bait, first mesra of the first bait. Okay. No, what was the order? Uh, Two mes- baits. Mes- first mesra of the first bait. Mm-hmm. Okay, first okay. mesra of the first mm-hmm. bait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, should I go ahead? Ma az mudeim darin shahr bakht khish. Birun kishid bayad az in varte rakht khish. says that uh, says that uh, we try to see how lucky we are in this city you know means this mm. environment this city you know uh, to see uh, how how lucky we can be here you know how happy we can be here you know how peaceful is this I have a question uh-huh. what does Osmude mean uh, experienced uh, Azmudan means to make experience. You know. mm, okay, because there's a soccer player, Sadar Azmun. Azmun, uh, uh-huh. Is that the same r- meaning? Uh, uh, the root is the same, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. But that's the last name of someone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the second misra is that Birun Keshid Bayad Azin Varte Rachtechish. Um, pulling out. Uh-huh, pull out. Mm-hmm. You have to leave this city. And this barte means like a swamp, like a terrible environment, you know, like the, uh, um, hell, for example. Mm-hmm. We have to... Rakhtekhish birun kishidan is a symbolic, you know, it's an expression, yani leaving, you know. Rakhtekhot birun kishidan as in ja, you know. Yeah, means that leave this place. Right. Mm-hmm. What does rakhte mean? Uh, my clothes, you know, my my clothes okay. and dressing, you know. Like machine rakhshuri. But it, this means that rakhte to be means your rakhte to enjoy bad or buru. Because you are inside this racht, but the racht is very brilliant, then you have to go with, with this, you know. Oh, yeah. so Hafez is saying grab your clothes and leave, or the clothes is the place that you are trying to leave? Here, that basically means that your belonging, you know, take your, your belonging and go. Okay, can you read it one more time for me? Aha, Birun Kishi Boyad as in Varte Rachtechish. Okay, so. This is here basically here means that your belonging. You mm-hmm. uh, so he's saying pull. You have to pull out of this swamp your clothes. Uh, actually, 
I think it, it says that here is like, yeah, mm -hmm, sure. Okay. Sure. So maybe Hafez was washing his clothes in a swamp. Uh, and uh, then... uh, I don't think that way. It means that, you know, he, he, he got wet in the swamp, you know, mm -hmm. and then he has to... You realize I, I, have to, I have to take get my clothes out uh, of Yeah, here. yeah. Uh, so. mm -hmm. Okay. Let's go to the next date. As baskedas mi gezamo, ah mi kesham, atash zadam chugul betane lacht lacht dechish. As baskedas mi gezamo, ah mi kesham, so uh, regretfully, you know, uh, um, I always, you know. Uh, bite my finger, my body, everything that, uh, oh my God, what's going on here, you know? Everything is negative, you know? It's unexpected, uh, an unexpected thing is happening, you know? And as basket asked me, because I'm ah, because I'm saying, ah, you know, means that, you know, That's the ah that we talk about all the time. Right, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Sorry, finish what you're going to say. Yeah. And um, uh, since I am biting myself, you know, and several times, you know, and then really seriously and, and wounding, it uh, creates wounds, you know, and, and then the, it, it looks like um, becomes reddish, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like a goal. Uh, goal means uh, in uh, liter Persian literature, it actually means facilitation, it means. Uh, uh, red. Red. No. The, this is the next uh, misstat that you're about to. Mm, right? I, them um, I want to ask a question on the first one. Uh -huh. He says, biting my my hand. Okay, this is this is the thing that Iranians do sometimes. You've, you've seen it when when something happens that's not good, they start. <laughs> Okay, after a lengthy delay, um, let's continue. So the question I was going to ask you before Bijou started barking mm -hmm. was, um, he says, as much as I uh, bite myself, right? right. Mm -hmm. So I've noticed this, that some Iranians do this, mm -hmm. where if there's something bad happened or there's a potential that something bad might happen, they start biting their their hand uh between the tongue and the first finger huh? not necessarily just they just that's anywhere right. they yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. is that what hafez is referring to is it that yeah, same that thing is also yeah mm -hmm. so but it's more than that it means that you know it's really biting you know okay but so this bleeding, is you know this is a iranian habit right mm -hmm. like a, if something bad happens and you start kind yeah. of like they don't bite hard. You just kind of right. with your with your lips, kind of. You might bite your like finger right. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Hafez is taking it. that mm -hmm. to the extreme. Right. He says, "I sure. bite myself." So Hafez hard. goes to the extreme, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so he says, "As much as I bite myself hard and and breathe the sigh, the ah that we've talked about." Um, okay. Can you continue next? Yeah. Dusham zebulbuli. چه خوش آمد که می سروده گل گوش پهن کرده ز شاخ درخت خیش کی دل تو شاد باش که آن یار توند خوب Oh, sorry, Baba. Are you on the next bait or the next message? I connected them both of them this time, you know, to make sense, you know. But I can go, you know. Okay, we're on the, sec we're on the second bait. The third one. Be, no, no, no. Huh? The biting part, that's oh, the, the that's second, second bait, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. But that was the first mesa of the second bait, right? First mesa of the second bait was as basket das mikizama. Okay, can we do the the second mesa of the second bait? Oh, uh, yeah. I said, Otaj zadam chugul betane lacht, lachtechish. Sorry about it. So what is what does he say? Oh yeah, he says that um, since I did that one, uh, then uh, I uh, my, my my body, you know, uh, there's a lot of a spot, you know, uh, that is uh, reddish, you know, and uh, looks like you know I put the I burn it, you know, 
with with uh, with fire with fire or something like that. All types of them, because here is red, here is red, here is red, here is red. You know, mm-hmm. it looks like you know uh, someone you know uh, got hurt by fire. You know. Mm, okay. Can you read it again for yeah. me? Yeah. All types of them. Chugul. Gul here also means a red one, you know. Mm-hmm. So gul normally means flower. Flower, but generally speaking, mm-hmm. in Iranian literature, when you say flower, it means the color red. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like that, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but now, when we say flower, it can be what kind of flower now. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, even uh, gul, the word. Guli, you know, they say that guli means red one. Mm-hmm. Means that uh, referring to gul. So that means that gul had the meaning of red color. You mm-hmm. Know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just I think uh, 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 asterisk. A note that I want to make. He says he ends the the first mesra uh-huh. talking about the ah, and then he begins the second mesra talking about. Uh, burning mm-hmm. which I think Hafez has said before the ah and then letting the ah catch Sign. fire mm-hmm. like letting that burn mm-hmm. um, or the burning sensation inside inside the chest so uh, if I can piece it together he's saying that the he's he's bit himself so much and 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 breathed the ah out of the sighing right that the sighing catches fire and he's left with red colored markings over his body which is either due to the fire that he refers to or the biting that he was referring to yeah he's referring to the biting okay but that means that it is it looks like it Looks like that as, as much as you know, a bite makes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like you know, fire. And I got fire, you know, burn here, then burn, fire burning, you know. Okay, let's go to the third um, bait. Yeah. Dusham Zibulbuli, Chekhosh Ahmad Kimisurud, Gul, Gush Pan Karde, Zeshaukh Drachdechish. Well, first, Mr. says that uh, uh, last night I was listening to a, a nightingale uh, which was singing, uh, which was uh, um, singing so nicely. Here, Misurud and me, me was singing you know, in mm-hmm. this, uh, here. At the same time, uh, the f- gul, uh, the flower, mm-hmm. uh, means listening. Mm. In that, in this is, they are not using that anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't see that. Uh, are you listening? You know? mm-hmm. And the flower was also listening uh, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, its own branch, you know, it was listening mm-hmm. to Bulbul, to, listening to Nightingale. No. Interesting. Uh-huh. Um, but the nightingale, what, what the nightingale was saying is, is coming in uh, next uh, Next bait. bait. Uh-huh. Um, so the the gushpah. The gushpah. Gushpah. Gushpah kardan. Gushpah kardan. So, so gush means gush. ear. Uh-huh. And pah means to like flatten, flatten. or widen. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so he's fully, fully, you know, is in that direction. You mm-hmm. know. So he's saying the flower, um, it's it it widened its it broadened its ears. Is listening, yeah, mm-hmm. to listen from its own branch. Mm-hmm. And I have a question: Can you read the first misra or first bait again? Dusham uh, missed last night. Zebulbuli, chekhosh amad kemisurud. Uh, when he says dusham, it means uh, my my last night. Okay, can it also mean my shoulder? Uh, no, in this case, doesn't mean that. You know. Okay, but that's very nice. You know, uh, put me. Uh, I, I put that on my dusham. <laughs> that's but what I'm my saying. My position is dusham. 
put yeah the douche also means uh, uh what is it uh, your your shoulders your, your shoulder because your, uh-huh. i was thinking it would make sense if if you said the the nightingale came and sat on my shoulder mm-hmm. and then then when he's talking about the flower broadening its ears to mm-hmm. listen from its own branch yeah yeah I, but i don't think so because okay. um it's, it's like nightingale is the doesn't come to you, you know. It's not, okay. It's not like you know, uh, but it's the, the, don't mistake it. Don't Domesticated birds. Okay. No. Sure. The, okay. okay. So what does the what does the bird say? Oh, uh-huh. bird says that. Kay dil tushad baosh ke an yar tund khu, besyar tund rud, besyar tund rud nishinat ya zebakh dekhishina. Says that uh, the nightingale says that uh, okay, be happy. You know, don't take it very serious um, because that yare uh, that person that is referring to. Tondhu. You know, means that naggy, um, uh, you know, and tough, you know, and. Complainers, you know, uh, or um, so, someone who makes quick decisions and uh, don't, uh, not too quick. What does who mean? Who means a uh, What does it come from? Characters, who, who, like, what do you call it? Who is the the quality? Not like someone who's dash khun? No, 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 no. No. Uh, is is a uh, who is a uh, Inside characters, you know. Okay. Uh, someone who is um, a little bit, yeah, is tough, rough. No? Okay. Okay. Pleasant. Okay. Pleasant. Opposite pleasant. Okay. Can you read that, that <laughs> message again for me? Uh, که دل تو شاد باش که آن یار توند خوب بسیار توند روی نشیند زبخت خیش means that this guy even herself or himself you know he's in this case himself himself you know has a hard time with himself you know because of this his characters because of being a uh, because of um, being uh, not really friendly it's not friendly he's not friendly to you but he's not friendly to himself too you know mm. do I make sense okay well, that was the end of the bait oh yeah yeah okay. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, means that, you know, uh, it's not going to have a happy time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to, it has a hard time, you know, and unnecessarily maybe is giving a hard time to him. So this is his character, you know, mm-hmm. tond khue. He uses tond twice in this. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. He says tond khue, and what was the, what comes after that? Besyar tond rui nishinat zebakhti khish. This tund rui mm-hmm. means that the face is 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 uh, not friendly, you know. But tund rui ne, but tund rui neshinad yani ke face face to face mishi bahash when you are facing face to face with that person, you know, it's you don't enjoy it, you know. Okay. And he himself, uh, with he with himself is like tund rui, you know. This tone who guys uh-huh. is tone through to himself too. Okay, okay. So if someone is acting toned with you, you say that they are tondru, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So Hafez is saying that this toned who, which is a person who is toned, mm-hmm. is acting tondru. Tone is not a fast, no. No, I know. Uh-huh. Tondru towards himself. Uh-huh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I think this is worth a little digression okay. because I was trying to explain to one of my coworkers the other day, uh -huh. like why why is the uh, this language such a poetic language, mm -hmm. and I gave him the example of the word tund. I I know three applications of the word tund. If you want to say that your food is spicy, right? You say ke tund bud, right? So the the food was spicy, and you use the word tund. If you want to say that something is moving quickly. You say it's tund, mm -hmm. right? Um, but also, if the if the sun is hot, then you say that the aftab is tund. Aftab is tund, right? Perfect. Right. Okay. So they don't mean exactly the same thing. It's context dependent, exactly. right? But when you when you read and learn various applications of the word tund mm -hmm. in their different contexts, mm -hmm. then instead of developing a a specific definition for the word tond uh -huh. you instead develop a sensibility for the word tond at so so you can say this food is tond mm -hmm. right to say that it's spicy but it's not exactly spicy the word tond it doesn't mean necessarily mm -hmm. something is spicy mm -hmm. um you wouldn't say for example that someone that is moving quickly is moving spicy mm -hmm. um and so I think what what Hafez and a lot of other poets do is they rely on this context. the context. The reader has to understand the context and then they might introduce a word into that context that has not been used before, but because they know that the word does not have a strict definition, but rather there is a sensibility associated with the meaning of that word right. that the reader will then interpret that sensibility into the context of the rest of the sentence. Right. And that way they create a new, a new word or like a new phrase. And, and that contributes to the poetic capabilities right. of, right. of the language itself. Exactly. Uh, so That's that was that cool. was my assessment. I like that. And so these were two new uses of the word tond. Mm -hmm. um, and I just thought because I was talking about, I was using the example tond earlier in the week. Um, Very good. So yeah. tond hu and tond ru. Tond ru. Yeah. yeah. Now I still, for me to understand what hafez means, I would have to experience someone. And for you to point out and see, Kia, did you see that? The way that they were acting, mm -hmm. they were very tond ru, all right? then I can develop that same sensibility that I have before right. about the word tond and develop it to include this uh, new example that you give me. Right, right. Okay. Um, so uh, there are two, yeah, tond hu and tond ru. And tond ru, yeah. Right, perfect. Okay, sorry. Let's continue perfect. with the I like fifth it. bait. خواهی که سخت و سست جهان بر تو بگذرد بگذر ز عهد سست و سخنهای سخت خیش So first question is this still the nightingale speaking um, That's a very good question uh, is I don't think so because it seems that as you know the Hafez, you know then he has you know a impression now and then um, I have to see that in the impression uh, that says that because of having some people that are tuned who and tuned um you have to have so strategy, you know, mm -hmm. something, you know, to how to deal with that, mm -hmm. you know. So you think the, the bird is still talking here? Um, It, no, it no, doesn't, I, 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 no, but I'm trying to, maybe. I don't think it makes a big difference. Either the bird tells you or Hafez tells you. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it's a good question. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's go Let, over let's it maybe. We'll find it. But, uh, um, so what does he say? It says that uh, now if you want that uh, the tough time and the peaceful time of on this planet earth and the world uh, the you pass it if you want to pass the tough time and then mellow time you know pass it you have to 
بگذر زعهد سست و سخنهای سخت خیش You have to be uh, committed to your promise عهد Your promise should not be sust It should be uh, no, firm Be firm about your promise uh, uh, Okay بعد سخنهای سخت don't talk rough, tough, ugly and unwanted word you know. don't be like that you know. mm-hmm. so if you are committed to something it could be what, on that okay? mm-hmm. And uh, also make sure that um, under the tough circumstances, you know, you are not going to be unleashed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you read it one more time? خواهی که سخت و سست جهان بر تو بگذرد بگذر ز عهد سست و سخنهای سخت خیش. Okay. Let's go to the sixth page. وقت است که از فراغ تو و سوز اندرون آتش درف کنم به همه رخت و پخت خیش It is the time Now it is the time uh, That uh, By missing you This is the time that uh, Since I have been missing you This is the time That uh, uh, this is time that I'm uh, I have saw I have pain I have I'm missing you uh, uh, since you now I'm at this situation in uh, yeah, in in this in uh, uh, what's that uh, uh, feeling uh, suffering actually آتش در افکنم به همه رخت و پخت خیش آه in ham this is the one that you also mentioned uh, it says that atash taraf kana be hame rakht o pakht khish first i have to say means that uh, i'm going to uh, be free of this uh, feeling i'm going to be free of this type of thinking you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, restrictions uh, when it says that آتش طرف کنه به همه رخت و پخت خیش رخت is the clothes that we were clothes. talking about but symbolically means that whatever you know I'm carrying mm-hmm. this sort of thinking and then mind you know but also the word رخت و پخت is a uh, term that the uh, Iranian they used to use مثل مثلا میگن که کاروبار خب دیدی yeah this is this is one of Iranian's favorite things right. to do and the, because this word رخت و پخت they are conjugate of each other like کاروبار they are conjugate of each other mm-hmm. the, the second one doesn't really mean anything in the, the sounds you know mm-hmm. uh, very melodic you know just you know yeah it's another one of the poetic devices that that Iranians they, use in in everyday language right, right if you even if you take an English word like uh, peach meat you know yeah like peach right then right. they just they don't just say peach they say peach, peach meat <laughs> uh, or or walk mock or what's another one uh you can take any word uh yeah 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 libos mebos or libos mebos yeah uh-huh, yeah uh-huh. libos means means mebos doesn't make any sense but you are talking about libos and the stuff or no? yeah the second word doesn't mean anything doesn't mean but i think it's it just kind of means instead of being super precise or mm-hmm. you say you know um like uh peach right you say peach meat you're like a peach or something like a peach or like a few peaches peach, peach, you know yeah. yeah it's it's meant to be less precise than the original word itself yeah, it's yeah. to it's to give you just kind of a general idea yeah. of the yeah. the yeah. 
Yeah, right, right. it's more roundabout. That's right. Uh, in in also this is called they call it a. Um, uh, these are these, these are called at Sorry, what? They, they call it at What we were just saying? Yeah, is the is the conjugate of each other. Racht to pacht. Racht pacht or pacht is as at means car is the meaningful and bar is the meaningless you know is muzavije of the car i see i see so that's the muzavije is the technical word for yeah. this kind of poetic device right, right. oh interesting interesting yeah 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 um, okay so can you read the the bait one more in time in mathematics also we have the conjugates of each other two you know, uh -huh. parameters you know, or two elements you know then they say they are the conjugate of the other sure you know, yeah yeah Um, can you can you read the the bait again? Again, Bachtas kas frauto was Susanderun and Derun means inside the burning inside burning. Susan Susan and Derun and Derun and Derun means Derun means inside and Derun means in inside. You know, it means again means inside like deep inside. Deep inside. Susan and Derun. Uh -huh. So Suze is like a, a burning, gust of wind, burning. right? Huh? Suze, like like a gust of wind? No, no. no. Here is Suze means uh, burning, you know. Okay, like Suzy, like Suzy then. Suze, misuze. Yeah, like misuze. Misuze. Yeah. My inside is misuze, is burning. Okay, okay. Is there a connection between that Suze of burning And sues like a, a gust of wind that hits you. Uh, I, if, if it is burning, you will give me Suzanne. Uh -huh. If you say the fire is there, be Suzunet. But isn't that a word, Suz? Suz, unam Suze. Okay. Now, if this fire uh, is burning, it's called Suzundan. But the gust, no. No. So if you're walking around like huh. San Francisco, uh -huh. you're in the marina. Uh huh. And then a gust of wind comes, and someone says "chisuzi." Oh, that Suz is like a. Um, it's also yeah, because because it's burning you. Uh -huh. Then they call it chisuzi, but it might be very um, uh, um, uh, cold weather uh -huh. wind that uh, is coming. You know that it's burning. You know, it's you feel so like burning. You know, chisuzi. Mm -hmm. You know. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay, uh, so the suze is less about the thing that causes the the feeling, and suze is just the feeling of the burning. Right, that's right. Okay. But but you know that it's no fire, no nothing. You know. Yeah, it's just it's, wind. Yeah, no, like uh, yeah, and, uh, mm -hmm. when it is, uh, yeah. Mm. Okay, um, and then an another word he uses is furu. Uh, Farag. 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 Farag means uh, missing. Okay. Missing. missing. No, missing. Uh, that's uh, missing. When you. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you know. uh -huh. I'm burn, um, it's burning me. I'm uh, missing you. No? Yo, of course. And Darun also is. Migeke Daran Darun Mane Hasdedel. چه دانم کیست خب که من خموشم و او در فقان و در قوغاست خب از در حافظ؟ نو نزدیک شاری دیگه هست شاید من حافظه I don't know I'm so sorry نمیدونم That was another poem by حافظ Yeah درندرون فکر کنم شاید درندرون درندرون 
در اندرون من خسته دل چه دانم که من خموشم و در فقان در اوغام Something of that nature. So it might be Hafez. <laughs> might be Hafez. Okay. Let us explore it. Okay. Okay. It's sounds... No, Mala Hafez is here. You're okay. right. I, I... I'm sorry. No, Mala Hafez. Okay. Can we bet? No. Is I don't know. Yeah. Mala Hafez. Okay. We're betting on the same thing. Huh? We're both betting on its Hafez. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, you are perfectly right. It is Mala Hafez. Um, okay. Oh, but I, I get confused. There is, it says, Man nadaunam bin negahi to chirazis nahan. که من آن راز توان دیدن و گفتن ندهمند این فکر میکنه عملت شور مال رعدی آزرخشی یا کسی دیگه که خیلی قشنگ is talking about his brother that is is deaf that doesn't sound like Hafez Hafez never talks about his family no this is the second one is رعدی آزرخشی is the name of someone I I, I hope I'm right about that name. Okay. But it's definitely is not half as okay. But the first one, I'm really famous. Mm-hmm. No, it says that I don't know if I'm not going to be able to do that. Jeez, I'm not going to be able to Have we read that one before? It doesn't sound so. We have? شاید همینی که میگه از آن به دیر مقانم عزیز میدارن که آقاشی که نبیند همیشه در دل ماست اینطوری هم چیزایی دارن حالا من الان یک آخری شب داریم چیز میکنیم I'm sorry that I'm sporadic my mind is That's okay. Uh, okay. پس براقی که اندرون هست یکی سوز بعد elaborate on that one. Yeah. and فراغ also means missing you know mm-hmm. and uh, Uh-huh. Uh, is there, there is two words I don't want to confuse you um, yeah, there is another word is called فراق mm-hmm. that is very different and the spelling is uh, uh, this is barqaf the other mm-hmm. one is barqain you know? mm-hmm. that فراق means you know, relax you know? mm-hmm. فراق means missing you know? I see mm-hmm. so then in the second uh, misra he says آتش در افکنم به همه رخت و بخت خیش Okay. Do you think that that's a callback to the first bait where he's talking about pulling pulling his clothes out of the swamp and yeah. now he's saying just burn all of this clothes? Yeah, that makes sense, right? Okay. I take it you know, and then mm-hmm. drop it, you know, for burning. It means I get rid of it. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then let's go to the seventh bait. Uh, uh, this is the last one. Mm-hmm. ای ای حافظر مراد میسر شدی مدام جمشید نیز دور نماندی سه تخت خیش ار means اگر you know? oh, that's just a, a shortening mm-hmm. yeah. does he do it for does he shorten it for the purposes of reading it okay. like ار right. sounds better than اگر uh-huh. oh, yeah that's okay. exactly for that mm-hmm. uh, ای حافظ imagine if I say اگر ای حافظ اگر مراد مؤثر شدی مدام تمشید نیز دو نماندی ز تخت خیش then it's not going to be matching with the top this بیت های but ای حافظ ار حافظ ار okay yeah ای حافظ ار مراد مؤثر شدی مدام says that Hafez is talking to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, whatever you desire you know, is always possible, Mudam uh, means always. Moyastar you know, mm-hmm. shodan means in the possible and then 
form, getting form. And, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's like, how is our morale with me as such? If that is always, you know, whatever you desire you know, is going to be, you know, fulfilled, you know. Oh, in that regard, the, the Jamshid Shah also uh, could always has his throne, you know, with him, you know, mm-hmm. and is all being there always forever, you know, because he desired, he wanted to have the his kingdom, you know, uh, lasting forever, you know. Okay, um, can you elaborate on Jamshid and and Taht? Mm-hmm. He said that, oh, I want to have, uh, he was impressed by something, whatever. I want to have, uh, means, you know, uh, what do you call it, you know? Taht. Shahi, you know, just a uh, statue of it over that king goes over there, you know, and sit down over there, you know? Oh, like a throne? Yeah. Uh-huh. Then Mia uh, comes over there and says that they'll make, he orders to make something like that, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, they say that in Azerbaijan, they made a tact for him, you know. Mm. Um, okay. And Look, you know, means that throne for Jamshid Shah. Mm. But then also Persopolis is called Takht Jamshi. Yeah. Most probably wrongly, you know. Uh-huh. Um, the first. Mm-hmm. What I heard because Cyrus. The uh, Jamshid, the character Jamshid is a mythical character. Yeah, he's he's not a real mm-hmm. person, but a yeah. mythical character. Yeah. And my understanding is that there is a, a dissonance between. Um, the sort of ancient history of Iran and the the period of time sort of like when Hafez is alive mm-hmm. to where they didn't know actually they had forgotten or it had been wiped from the memory like the history from far back in time to the time of people like like, like a tale of like the the Achaemenids and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, when stuff like when something like uh, Persepolis was was first built so they came up with stories to explain where those things came from right and so Persepolis which was one of the capitals of the first of the Persian empires I think right um, they said that that was built by Jamshid, Jamshid. or it was built for Jamshid mm-hmm. or something and that was Jamshid's throne because it was a place of you know kings in a palace and all of that right. um, and you're saying it was built in Azerbaijan? Yeah, the story goes through that. That's that also a story, you know. Okay. They say that Jamshid himself, you know, is like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is a type of things. Yeah. Yeah. And that you know, is, has a, a reputation of uh, uh, having the throne for a very, very long time, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was finished, you know, or was ended, you know. What the, the, is that so, part of his story that he was he wanted to be king forever? Yeah, yeah, and... yeah, yeah. Because also has been long, long lasting, you know, kingdom. You know, the tale is like mm-hmm. that. You know, and it it never happened. Did he? No, this is this. Story, you know? he, but he, I mean, in the story, he lost his kingdom. Oh yeah, fine, yeah. Okay. And for the, the so Hafez is referring to that, mm-hmm. you know, so that even that, you know, remember that one is ended, you know, the his kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, so um, because Jamshid wanted to, the desire, you know, he loved, you know, he was wished, he wished to have this kingdom forever, you know, mm-hmm. but his wish. Then they get through. Uh-huh. So Hafez is saying, uh, well, he's talking to himself in this last bait. He said, uh, if if whatever you desire were to always be fulfilled, then Jamshid Shah like, should. should also have his kingdom forever. Right. But because Jamshid Shah did not have his kingdom forever, 
it comes back to Hafez, meaning that uh, what you desire will not always be fulfilled. Uh-huh. Because, yeah, that means that we see the word mm-hmm. is like this. Mm-hmm. See what happened to Jamshid Shah, okay? So it doesn't mean that everything that, you know, he likes, you know, anybody, even Jamshid Shah, that's, that was so powerful, the mm-hmm. symbol of the power or whatever. And then couldn't uh, last, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his wishes, you know, was uh, not really fulfilled, you know. Yeah. And then how come that uh, half is? How come you you also want every time that you know you, you wish, you know, that it should be fulfilled, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized something. So we always joke because you have a friend called Jamshid. And we always joke Tahta Jamshid because Tahta in Farsi means like a bed, right? But Tahta also means other things. It means Mitron, like throne, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm getting to that. Huh. It it means like like a if you have a flat board or right. something, like a whiteboard right. or like a chalkboard, right. we call mm-hmm. it Tahta. So something that's sort of like flat mm-hmm. really is again, it goes back to creating a sensibility around the word, right? Mm-hmm. If, uh, if it's a whiteboard or a bed, or in this case, a throne. Um, this I don't know what the thrones in the time of Persepolis actually looked like, but I do know that at cer- a certain point in Iranian history, uh, the throne was not a, uh, a throne like we normally think of that's basically a chair um, that's big and tall and whatever, but the, th- the throne actually was a long bed. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it has a backrest, and the king would sit on this. I think that makes really sense. This, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they say taht, meaning throne, they're not saying bed. The throne actually did look like a flat like surface, flat. you know. Mean, yeah. And yeah. I remember I saw one somewhere in Iran. Maybe it was like Gulistan Palace or something like that, uh-huh. um, where it's very big. Like a lot of people can sit on one of those thrones, um, but then at the very end of it is a raised back backrest back where yeah, uh-huh. presumably the, where, the where king. Was this? Is, uh, I think it was in the Golestan Palace. Golestan Palace. Uh huh. Um, okay. But that that makes sense to me now why they would refer to, um, you know, the throne having a chair, <laughs> oh, yeah. having referring to the throne as a flat surface, mm-hmm. um, as a taht. Okay. Good explanation. Great. Thanks. So, Bobo, what does this? Um, what does this poem mean? Oh, you tell me. <laughs> it, I don't. Well, he he tells some uh, specific scenes, imagery, um, like like uh, we got to get out of this uh, situation. We have to pull our our clothes out of the swamp. The nightingale sits on its uh, yeah at nighttime is singing and the the flower opens up to listen from its branch and, and then it sends a message. Um, the be happy. Don't take things seriously because that person that is acting all rough and everything, they're, they're hard on themselves too. Uh, if you, if you want to replace the tough times with an easygoing life, just let it pass. But you just have to be committed to, your promise, mm. you know, and and don't be rough right. in the process right. of doing that. Right. Um, and then he talks again about missing and and wanting to be free of the pain of missing. And then in the end, he says what we just discussed about yeah. Jamshid Shah, that uh, he's talking to himself, if, if what you wanted always were to happen, then Jamshid would have his throne forever. But basically to say that, you know, whatever you want, Hafez doesn't come true. So it sounds like Hafez has a personal relationship here with someone who is very difficult to get along with or something or or rough to be around. And the bird is basically telling Hafez, like, just let it roll off and do what you have to do. But just make sure when you do it, you aren't you don't have the same demeanor as this person that is bothering you um, make sure that you do it I don't know you just don't be don't don't talk rough when you're trying to fulfill your commitments because that's the same thing that bothered you in the first place um, okay so I guess the the general message is to you know if something bothers you 
don't be the thing that bothers you. That's right. Uh, you explained so nicely. I'm so amazed, you know, because, you know, I'm going to echo the same thing. Actually, the short story is that Turan Shah was uh, the Wazir Ministry mm-hmm. uh, of um, Shah Shuja. Shah Shuja was close friend of Hafez, you know, mm-hmm. and they were gossiping, you know, and then uh, Turan Shah, you know, brought a judge, a very bad, nasty judge. It's mm-hmm. called the uh, Sheikh Zainuddin Kolah. This guy was so bad, and they wanted to orthodox the religious things, you know, in the city, mm-hmm. uh, Shiraz and vicinities, you know, and cities, you know. Um, so they gave tough time, and they were talking, gossiping to Shah about uh, Hafiz, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so Hafiz was in danger. And then they sent him on, a, he himself went on an exile for two and a half years, you know. Mm. And this is one of the poems that he wrote in, during the exile, you know. Oh, during exile. Yeah, and, re, and he is referring to, as you mentioned, to his friend, uh-huh. Shai that also he, because of the gossiping of, you know, his vizier, his minister, yeah. and then the judge, you know, that they installed over there. And they, uh, he became suspicious about Hafiz and then said that, okay, you know, uh, I don't want to see him, you know, and uh, that, mm. that Hafiz is telling that, okay, you know, uh, he's very, very strong at the reason of one of those uh, um, uh, baits, you know, uh, says that, okay, I give up, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, like, what, you know, that's, if the life is like that, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever, you know, it's not talking bad about him, it's talking good about him, you know, but then apparently doesn't like the situation. Okay, so the person that was, uh, Hafez did not like their rough demeanor, that was Shah Shoja, that's who he's talking about? Shah Shoja was, yeah, because they were gossiping against uh, Hafez to Shah Shoja, mm-hmm. And so uh, there was no room for him to be in Shiraz, you know, mm-hmm. then he went on exile and then he came back from exile, you know, yeah. and then Shai Shujab was apolog- apologetic by accepting him again, you know, mm-hmm. and then the, the rest of the story that you know what happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's what the, the, when he says we, we tried to see how lucky we are in this city, right. he's talking about Shiraz. He said, right, right. we tried in Shiraz and we had to get out. You had to get out. Right? Yeah. But really, he was exiled. Right, right, right. he mm-hmm. was exiled. Okay, and then uh, yeah. So then, in the second bait, when he's talking about biting himself and breathing the the size, um, it's not really fair. Uh-huh. That's that's in response to being kicked out of the city. Right, was right. he was upset with yeah. himself? Sure. Yeah, and losing his close friend, you know, mm-hmm. because of gossiping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then. Uh, and then that's when the nightingale comes to him and speaks. And I'm inclined to say that uh, the the nightingale um, is talking for baits four and bait five. Bait four, bait five. Yeah, bait five. Yeah, I think I, I'm leaning to, mm-hmm. to yeah. because in bait six, then it starts saying I, mm-hmm. like Hafez is talking I, um, which wouldn't come from the bird. Decision making, huh? Which one? The seven? Well, yeah. When six. no, no, six. When ah. he says I, I'm going to be free of this feeling, right? Right. right. By by burning mm-hmm. the yeah. Right. right. That, um, that's Hafez. Mm-hmm. Do you know if there is any symbolism to the nightingale? Uh, in what regard? Does it does it ref- does it represent I don't know freedom or wisdom or something like that? Uh, uh, loves you know the the the, the uh, since nightingale you know is is always you know around the flower mm-hmm. and then the reason you know you know what is the reason it's not poetic you know mm. because of the insects that they come to the flowers you know okay. is that. Okay, and I by eating that. Okay, but night, so they are in harmony with each other, living together, you know, mm-hmm. in harmony with each other. Okay, and then uh, so it, they say that um, nightingale is singing because loves the lover. Lover is flower, you know. Mm-hmm. Nightingale is always around the loved one. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's a symbol of the lover. You know? mm, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So why do you think he had a nightingale? coming mm-hmm. to in the third bait 
He says that last night a nightingale was singing. Why is it specifically a nightingale? Do you think... Oh, sorry. I just realized. Do you think it has something to do with the flower that's in the next mesra? Mm-hmm. Which is listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right, right. Flower is the Shai Shoja, maybe, you know, uh, or whoever, you know, mm-hmm. and is listening. And, uh, is, am I right? Mm-hmm. I have yeah. a question. No. Do you think, no, 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 no. No. Do you think that, that Hafez is the flower? Because the nightingale is singing. And the message and is yeah, the, right, the, right, the, right, the right, nightingale is right, singing right, right. a message to Hafez. Mm-hmm. So he himself is the flower mm-hmm. here. So the nightingale in this regard is in, uh, here in, in, is not the lover. It's uh, uh, not there because of the lover, mm-hmm. because of the singing, right? Mm-hmm. Song, huh? Yeah. Or, or maybe... Message the, that is... I mean, all, all I know, all it seems to be is that there is some kind of affinity between nightingales and flowers. Mm-hmm. So maybe if the nightingale says something, the flowers are more likely to listen to the nightingale yes. than maybe like a sparrow mm-hmm. or another type of bird mm-hmm. if it started singing or a rooster. I think that is true. That is, uh, makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, the, the flower is uh, the listener. Mm-hmm. Who is the listener here? Hafiz. Hafiz. Mm. And then it gives him advice. Advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And uh, normally, nightingale is not the wise, is not referred as a wise thing, but as singing and mm-hmm. sending message, you know. Mm. And then, but the symbol of love, you know, has a love song too, you know. Yeah. But in this case, because you know, it's sending a message, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering then if Hafez is the flower and he becomes gush pah, like his ears yeah. become more, more broadened. Right. Um, they kind of open up to listen. Uh, and he says, listen, listening from its own branch. Right. What is, what is the point of the branch? Branch means uh, his own view, maybe. You know? mm. <laughs> maybe. We can say easily you know, his own view, you know, perceptions, you know. Yeah. Um, the, um, mm-hmm. Also, his flower, right? Mm-hmm. Flower. It means that his uh, his wound, the, his uh, bleeding, or his, his has a lot of. Uh, he has a lot of red, red on red him. Things in it. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense too because he was biting himself right. from the. Right. Yeah. The oh. hurt person, you know, mm-hmm. someone who got hurt mm-hmm. and isn't listening to uh, some advice, you know, yeah. someone else, the flower, uh, the nightingale is advising. Can you, can you read the, the second mesra in the third bait one more time? Uh, third bait. Mm-hmm. Uh, himself. Itself, it's no? yeah. it should be itself. Well, no, it, it, it seems that um, when you are in the Shachet Aracht, your, your flower is sitting there, you know, motionless, you know. And when you are flower, you are red, you know, okay, that is okay. Aracht uh, means from his own status, mm. his own unique uh, situation standing how mm-hmm. about that unique standing okay uh, uh, that's the closest thing that I I think it could be uh, standing. tree standing you know office flower yeah no I get that I get that yeah uh, okay very interesting 
Anything else, Bobo, that you wanted to add? Thank you for elaboration and then um, uh, outline very nicely. I like it. No, I this is fun. As your job from you. Um, no, I like this one. This is a good one. It was challenging, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was challenging. I also like this, this new format that we're doing. Mm -hmm. It used to be three segments. You would read, and then we would go through every, every bait individually talking about it in English, and then uh, we would discuss it. But now I think it's you read it, and then we just kind of discuss it as we go. And to me, that, that gives us more flexibility to go down certain elaborations about this particular word or that symbolism or whatever. So no. we, you're suggesting that we follow today's format, huh? Yeah, well, we've been doing it for the last couple episodes. Oh, yeah, too. yeah, okay. Yeah. Again. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to add, Bobo? That's it. Thank you no. for uh, setting everything. Uh, sure. Thank you for choosing this poem. Okay. okay. Thank you, Bobo. Merci, Bobo. Merci. Hasta now.